Hey everybody, it's Chris and Rick Talk Guitars. That's Chris over there. Good morning. I'm Rick. You it's like very formal. Morning. I like, like that it. good morning intro. Yeah, well, yeah. it is morning. I, kind of. No, actually, it's afternoon. It's a, <laughs> it works. It's I like my it. morning. That's how you're rolling, man. I like it. Yeah. Well, we thought we'd do a check-in. Um, Chris, what's new with you, man? Anything new or in your musical with universe? Me? Yeah, with you. Like, like gear or... Let's see. Like Gear-wise, I've been... I've been my... my I've had amps on the brain, yeah. So I've been like kind of going over my stuff and you know, cleaning it up and checking it out and taking stock. And I wrote a couple nice. of articles on our blog. I don't know if you've seen it. Oh, I have. They're about great, amplifiers, actually. just really short little pieces. While you know my musings while I'm dealing with it stuff, just to get it captured because I, I dig know it. it's super important that I capture these things. Well, yeah. So I've been into amps. Let's see what else. Oh, speaking of amps, yeah. My when I from my childhood, I snagged one of those little uh, little impulse buy of something uh-huh. that my memory as a young fledgling guitar player an amp called the marshall lead 12 it was from the jcm combo series very cool back in the the early 80s about yeah. 83 or so and i remember running into them as a kid and just going oh my god this amp is so cool it makes me sound like you know a giant marshall in my bedroom kind of forgot about it all these years every once in a while i'd think about that amp and uh-huh. you know a couple times i've seen them like in pawn shops or what for stupid cheap money and i never got one and i just got it like um, in my head that I wanted to get one, so I sought one out for a good price, and it's it's pretty fun. So what's the deal right with there? these things? The deal with it's completely solid state, and it's got the cosmetics of the Marshall JCM eight hundred era. It. Um, this is cool. It's got the it's one of those that had the grill cloth that faded, so it's kind of a tan looking color, not That's black. Crazy. And it's super cute. The cabinet is is like solid wood, like ply um, birch nice. ply. It's super well made. And when I first got it, I mean, look around. I have all these really nice, you know, tube amps. Yeah. I plugged it in and kind of turned the volume way up. And I'm like, uh-huh. oh, I heard that <laughs> solid state, that kind of that really thin kind of like solid statey sound. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, no. And then I kind of turned up the gain a little bit. And it got it to that point of where I remember why I like this amp. Super fun at a quiet level with just a guitar and Very a chord, cool. a Gibson guitar and a uh-huh, chord, so uh-huh. humbuckers. Got it. Um, it's got a really inspiring, very you know that preamp distortion like Marshall era sound. So very it's cool. Fun. It's very useful. I mean, I used to use the Champ or the Princeton with a pedal uh-huh. to kind of get that tone for dicking around. This is you know it's a great kitchen amp for working on songs. That's awesome. So that's the like one new piece of gear I've got. What in size is the speaker in it? It's a Celestian, and it's not a good one. Uh-huh. Supposedly, a lot of people this this amp on the internet. If you check them out, it's uh-huh. got a lot of hype behind it. Uh-huh. I think for good reason. I mean, there's some good sounds in there, but I don't think it's like is. You know, I think it might be a little bit too hyped. Got it. But the price, if you can find them for under two hundred bucks, I still think that's a really good yeah deal because for- it's solidly made. And I mean, I don't I don't think that's unreasonable for one of those, but. Yeah, I mean, there's a dude, I, and I posted in this in my blog post. Uh-huh. This dude that has like some a series of videos on this on this amplifier, oh, cool. and his videos are great. His name is Johan. I don't remember his last uh-huh. name, but um, the cool thing about him and his videos, if you go watch his YouTube videos, uh-huh. it's easy to watch a bunch of them because he has a bunch of them. Uh-huh. But he's really cool, and you can tell. The great thing about him is, you can tell when he's playing guitar through an amplifier. The amplifier is bringing this stuff out of him, and it's really, it's really, oh, he's a good cool. guitar player, but he plugs into something, and you watch what he plays, and it's like, he's getting that from the amp. That's cool. And that's really cool that he, he it's can kind of inspiring do that. No, playing, he's yeah. a great guitar player, and that, and you know, that's just, to me, that's what I see when I watch his videos. That's cool. So it's a really good demonstration of the amp, because you're like, 
oh, this amp is pulling this out of him. That's what it sounds like. God, I'm rambling on about that's, this amp. Well, that's what you're supposed to do. What We're was your other about question? No, I wanted to know the size of the speaker. It's a 12-inch, which is cool. No, it's not. It's a 10-inch. I'm sorry. Oh, is it 10-inch? Oh, you mistaken. did say 12. Okay, I'm glad you asshole. corrected that. <laughs> ding-dong. I'm an asshole. You're a ding-dong. Um, but it is cool. It's a, it's, it's a cool way for us that yearn for like that Marshall overdrive sound to get it in a small compact amp that you know you don't you don't blow your neighbors out or anything right. else that's super cool i love i love that idea now is there an out or anything you can go to headphones or yeah anything, you could or? you could use that for um there's a headphone out that is a combination headphone and line out oh, so you could use the preamp into like you know a tube amp and you know use the preamp sound that's cool it's no, it's cool. I think it's, it, you know, there's an element of novelty to it, but I think it's more than that. I think as a tool, it's pretty cool. And I haven't recorded with it yet, but I'll definitely you try, try to record it. with cool. it because, you know, the sound that comes out of that as it is, I kind of try to get that sound with some of my other amps because I know it would fit in a track really yeah. well. So I'm, I'm definitely anxious to hear how that sounds. I dig it. And, and I, how about you? I, I was talking about amplifiers. Yeah. Speaking of amplifiers. Speaking of amplifiers. Didn't you just get a new amplifier? I did. Tell I us got about it. Okay, well, so the backstory is I play in a U2 tribute band, uh-huh. and I have an AC30. It's actually like a early 2000s. I thought it was a late. I never know the year of my gear. Well, but anyway. Vox is really confusing, yeah. too. Yeah, and so anyway, it's it's a nice one. It's, it's one of the good ones, supposedly. The right. Vox AC30s, it was either late 90s or early 2000s, and it's a great amp. But it's a 212 combo. It's heavy as shit. And uh-huh. it's got a flight case, that which is, makes it even heavier and harder to haul around. It's a commitment. So I've been wanting to get something smaller and something right. more compact. But I kind of wanted to stay Vox, since I that's the sound I'm going for. Right. So I did some research, and I, I found a cool new uh, Vox AC15 hand-wired. Oh, those and are it's, sweet. Yeah, and it's the fawn color, which nice. looks so 60s. Um, and I got it. I ordered it online. You know, came to the house and I, uh, I plugged it in. I played around with it. It was, it's, it. You know, Vox amps are kind of interesting because they do take some dialing in a little bit. And and there's, you know, it's a top boost channel and all this other crap. But and I, it, it sounded good in the house. But I was like, I wonder if this is going to work in the band. You know. But I took it to practice and plugged it in, and oh, it sounds great. That's I mean, it's, awesome. Yeah, it's an awesome amp. It, it's got. Um, yeah, it's got that chimey, voxy sound, and it, it's uh, another thing too is I can turn it up more than the AC30, right? And get it to work more like like you know people you know work the AC30s, you know like all wow. those guys. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. you've got to crank those things so that it gets that weird saturation, that compression, right. and I can kind of get that now with the AC15, which is cool. So I can I can kind of crank that up a little bit and get that to work at that level. Um, but yeah, I've been really happy with that amp. It, it's That's so, so cool. cool. I, I looked at all kinds of different amps, um, but but that one kind of was speaking to me because I, I dig the hand-wired aspect yeah. of it. I dig the looks of it. And um, just as a practical tool, it, it's great. It, it The funny thing is it's, it's, it's still kind of heavy, <laughs> but it's... Yeah. But I can still fit it in. It's easier to transport, and it's not as heavy as that other. It's probably the camera. It's probably made yeah, of particle board, which is always yeah. heavier. But yeah. no, is it? Is that a ten or a twelve? It's a twelve. A twelve. Yep. That's what I thought. That's a twelve-inch yeah. speaker. Yeah, 
And it's, oh, it's a, I can't say enough about those amps, those, the hand-wired Vox AC-15s. If you get a chance to play through one, try it. And I'm going to bring, yeah, I'm, I keep, I'd love to play that. I'll bring I'd... mine out so you can play through it. But it's it's a fun amp to play through because, it again, like you can get all those Voxy, chimey. And again, Vox is mid-range. Like you and I love mid-range. And yeah. that just speaks to me, man. And this, this the 15, to me, it just sounds even more mid-rangey than that AC-30 for some reason. I don't know. Yeah, it's probably because it's a yeah. little bit boxier, and I don't mean yeah. that in a bad way. Yeah. I mean, I love the way that a smaller cabinet sometimes can focus yeah. the mid-range, and, and that's probably part of what's going on. And So you had two 12s in the AC. Yeah, two 12s in the AC-30. Yeah, yeah. that's probably part. I'd love to hear it against the... I have a Marshall 18-watt here, which yeah. is EL-84s as well, about the same wattage, but... I'll bring it out and we that can do a cool. A B test. Yeah, I've, but, I've never owned a box. I would love to. I mean, I love that sound. I certainly love. They're the super box cool sound. amps, and I I recommend any guitar player get some kind of box and mess around with it because they're they are they're they're their own thing too. Yeah. They're just that funky British chimey dark. Uh, there's right. so much going on with those amps, man. And like in the AC30, I would bridge the um, normal and the top boost channel to kind of work it and get you know even more funkiness but uh what type of speaker is in that what did you get it's a celestian okay. greenback a greenback. yeah and okay. it's a, i like it the, you know they have the greenback or the el nico right i went for the greenback because again like uh I, i've heard el nico speakers that sound great but uh-huh. to me they're just i like a tighter low end right and a little you know and the the El Nicos I've heard kind of can be a little flubby on the low end. That's stuff, cool. So you get to choose a speaker when yeah. you buy it. Yeah, you well you you can choose. Yeah, so you pay more for the El Nico, like, right? But the well, Greenbacks cheaper. I like Greenbacks. <laughs> so I saved money and you did. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you can get yeah you can get either speaker in it depending on what you want. Um, but ah, it's just a great little amp, man. I, I'm so it, it's kind of inspiring. Like you were saying, like about that guy. It's like I started to play and just expo- like I started to dial in the uh, preamp it's got a preamp uh-huh. so i just started to use that and you can get a really cool overdrive sound just uh straight up through that amp it's super cool so i was just messing around with that and playing you know all the my classic rock schlocky shit well, that's and, cool um yeah. yeah so it's a fun little amp to play through and then again it's like it's not super loud that's going to blow your head off but it's definitely it's it's, it's loud enough to it, hang with a drummer it'll hang with a drummer and it'll hang I, i'll use it in all our gigs because it's have yeah. you got to a b it against one of your music master bass amps to see if they're about the same volume I think it's louder. I think it is louder yeah. too. I think the way that those ELA fours yeah. work in that amp, I think it's going to be louder. It's louder, but oh man, I, I have a soft spot for that damn music master. I, I pulled that out uh, the other day because I was messing around, and those are I, I, we won't talk about those because we've, we've already, already talked, talked about, about them. them but yeah. They're great little amps, but um, the Vox, yeah, it's louder. It's louder than the. the I music kind of master. thought that would be the case. Yeah. This eighteen watt Marshall here is really loud too. Yeah, I that's think. a great amp. I think I've heard it that. Is. I've heard you play that, and it's cool. It is a great yeah. amp. You've got a lot of great amps. I do. You're a hoarder. Yeah, enough. I've got enough now. If I didn't have before, I do now. Well, now you need a Vox. Yeah, okay, you're right. Okay. All right, you've convinced me. <laughs> I'll get a Vox. So you got to get a Vox. Uh, I'll bring over mine, and you can play through it, and then you can... That would be great. You'll get the bug. What else is new checking in here? Um, well, I... You know what? The guitar front, anything? Uh, yes. As a matter of fact, I've been playing my... Fender Telecaster custom reissue. Nice. It's like a 62 reissue yeah. sunburst. So freaking cool. It's I, a good one. I, you know, 
I've never been a big telly guy, but like later in my life, I've really come around to appreciating those guitars and what they do and what they are. And I just love it, man. It's like, that's my couch guitar at home is that, uh, Telecaster. I love it. If I had a second Telecaster, that's what I would get. Yeah. The double bound sunburst sixties, um, custom. Yeah. I have, I have to have a black guard. I'm a telly person well, for a while. That's all I have yeah. is a telly. I and love tellies, amazing. but yeah. I wanted to have a black guard, but yeah. I always wanted one of those too. Yeah. But I don't, you know, I'm more Gibson these last few years. I yeah. play, spend more time playing Gibson. Well, but, you've got some cool ones, but yeah, they're all right. I mean, yeah. but my, my telecaster <laughs> goes on anytime I'm recording, it go, it'll fit in there somewhere. Yeah. Because they just record so well. Yeah, and and again, like it's so funny because I I don't know why, but I just it's a guitar that I never really played. I, I'd never owned one when I was younger, and but later I got that pinup, and then I got this one, and uh, it's just a great guitar. It's got the rosewood fretboard. Um, I swapped out. It's got those weird '60s saddles that are kind of grooved. Oh yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I took those off and put the, the brass, brass ones on. Ones on yeah, that's, I wanted that's cool. a little I mean, more. They're okay, but no, they seem weird. I always yeah. thought that I thought like those threads are gonna fuck with the strings. That's what I thought too. Yeah, it just makes you uncomfortable to look at them. Exactly. But they, they're definitely they sound a little different. Yeah. but they they both work. But yeah. I'm, I'd probably favor the brass. That's too, what I did, and I think it's just a great little guitar. So I've been so that's new. I've been playing the heck out of that thing, um, and it's funny. I, I <laughs> I've been looking at those. The SGs that are the same era as the Paul. Uh-huh. DSG? <laughs> yes. Those are great. They're freaking awesome, man. <laughs> and so I've been down that rabbit hole of like kind of going online and like looking at those things. What are those and, going for? I think they're going for you know, more than the, the Pauls now. I think they are. Yeah. I, I don't I can't cite a number, but I think you're right. I think they're they're up there. The cool bit. thing about that, and we're talking about the Gibson's budget line of guitars, yep. like they made the Paul, which I have one, and they made the SG. Yeah. And the cool thing about the SG is it has a wide neck. And the regular standard SGs oh, right, during that right. period, they have a skinnier neck. So yeah. it's not for everybody. A lot of people don't like the necks on the SGs. So this one has a full size neck. It's very, I mean, I'm still glued to my the Paul. That guitar That's cool. I play all the time. Um, if I'm recording, I might reach for something else. But I mean, I I love that guitar. I think they're it's so freaking cool. Yeah, but the SG definitely. I think the SG looks a little cooler because it looks more like you know just a vintage SG, yeah. and that walnut fits that guitar so well. Yeah, it does. That um, they're, they're very attractive. So that's kind of my now. New. There's another one I have to get exactly. <laughs> See, that's just the, yeah. So anyway, that's the rabbit hole I've been going down um, in terms of like kind of coveting. A new piece of gear is, That's is that guitar. That. Yeah, I'll send you yeah. pictures. Then. You will. I know. I know. It was cool that you. Oh, by the way, hey, I, I wanted to. Since we're talking about amps, I'll go back to the amps. Um, you were talking about your cool new solid state um, acquisition. It reminded me of a cool amp that I had, a Dean Markley uh, single twelve combo two channel oh, yeah. back in the day. That was a. It was a hybrid. It was a. It was a. Two, I remember those. Yep. It was a two. No, was it convertible? No, I, no, no, I don't think it was. You no, showed it wasn't me a picture. Convertible. The convertible had the modules. Yeah, exactly. Okay, this so was not that, that. It, but it was a, it was a hybrid. It had a two preamp, and then it was solid state. But it was two channels, and it was really a cool amp. And that was really compact and portable. And um, that was such a good tool. I, I played that on a lot of different stuff, gigs, recording, stuff like that. And um, you sent me a picture of one of the. Uh, Dean Markley's from that era. Yeah, that totally. Okay, no, I know. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
But speaking, you, you know, you, it reminded me of, of after you were talking about the Marshall solid state. Um, and so, again, I think it's it's interesting because that was still in that weird Wild West of when people were experimenting with solid state. This was right. the 80s and 90s. And um, I think they kind of hit that was a little jam. You know, they started of, to have um, they started to hit the mark more. But I think that some, you know, I'm really interested in solid state. And I've always been, even though I don't yeah. own any of it. But I mean, companies like Acoustic. They nailed it pretty early on. I mean, and for bass or guitar, yeah. a lot of those old acoustic amps are great. And there were a That's few a other point. companies that really, I mean, PV, you know, kind of in the beginning, they went, they didn't sound so great. It took them a while, even by his own admission, the, the PV guy's admission, it, you know, it took him a while to get it. But who else had, got, I had a lab series. Um, That's L7, cool. Yeah. That was the best sounding solid state amp I ever had. Well, was your Yamaha solid state? It was. was I had okay. a, see, I didn't really dig it. It was a Yamaha G100-212. It was like the twin killer, supposedly. I didn't like it. It had a really cold, sterile sound. The thing about whenever you start talking solid-state amps, even more so than tube amps, you're going to find people that... They have thing, you know, my the thing that I don't like, somebody else really likes. I mean, I don't right, like right. the JC. What's the JC one twenty? Like the classic, like clean amp. Oh, jazz yeah. chorus. Oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the I mean, jazz I think it's got an undeniably lush chorus sound, but the sound of the amp itself is just cold and sterile. Yeah. But there's a yeah. million people. It's a classic. Oh amp, yeah, a million yeah. people who like that. Yep. Me, I like the dark sounding, like the Gibson Norlin era. Lab series amps. That's those cool. Those were great sounding. I'd love to have one of That's those. That's cool. Now. I mean, I, I don't need another amp, but <laughs> I mean, I had the L7, and actually the L7 I got rid of to get, I needed something smaller, so I got a Bandit 65 PV. That was, I mean, that was a really warm, I mean, you could crank it. It never got like that cold, edgy, solid state sound. That's cool. Great sounding amp. I think BB King played one of oh, those yeah. up until his death. Well, I think much. they were jazz. They were known for jazz players, and yeah, but I think he did play a lab series. Yeah, Ronnie amp, yeah. Montrose, I think he played one too. Cool, they were they're good. That's rock crazy. Amps. You know, it's unfortunate because the entire time I had that amp, I was kind of between bands. Yeah, so I never got to play it much live. But the couple of times I did get to play it live, it was just like I mean, it, it hung like a tube amp. I mean, That's it interesting. There, like it just it didn't wash out or didn't feel like thin or cold. It was it was great. That's cool. Yeah, solid state. I'm trying to think. I had a Galen Kruger little guy. Was those that are, a solid those are state? Well respected. Yeah, uh, yeah. I had Alex yeah. Lifeson from I, Rush. Yo, hey, our main man. Hello, hello. <laughs> yeah, so I had one of those too, and it was kind of cool. But it was I, again, like I, I don't think I spent enough time with it, dialing it in, and do, you know what I mean. I was too impatient and too. I don't know, distracted or uh, stoned. I don't no, know I would it. love to hear some of the amps that I couldn't yeah. hang with back yeah. in the day. There was a lot of PV yeah. stuff that, I mean, like a PV yeah. deuce and some other things that yeah. I thought, oh, cool, big amp plugged in and I couldn't get a sound out of it. Yeah. I, I would love to try to get yeah. a sound. I, I'm sure I could. I mean, once you start to learn the quirks, I mean, that Marshall that we were talking about earlier, this this Lead 12, mm-hmm. it's super easy to make that sound like shit. I mean, <laughs> it's like, if you're not, you know, if you don't yeah. dick around with it and figure out its essence... I mean, it just sounds like yeah. shit. I mean, yeah. there's some tube amps like that. Yeah. That oh, really, for sure. Yeah. You, you want to see? I can make a Mesa Boogie sound like shit. There's <laughs> so many boogie. ways to make a Mesa Boogie sound like god. shit. Oh, my God. Those old Mark amps. Oh, my God. But, I, it, was but, like, it was like the cockpit of a 747. Right. I never knew what to do. But like, you can also make them sound great. Yeah. But you just got to know, know. what you're doing. And Those things were heavy as a boat anchor, too, though. And they were tiny. Like, the single 12 combos weighed, like, as much as a Marshall half stack. Exactly. I don't know what the deal was. Yeah, it was was like a Princeton that they crammed a basement chassis (laughs) into there, and then a big, heavy-ass electro-voice speaker. The Transformer had to weigh, like, 
50 pounds or something. Totally. It's like, know. well, this is more portable. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not I mean, portable. I just broke my back. Give me a dolly and a, and a, a fucking <laughs> exactly. stack. Make me carry this thing. No, we went from solid state over to back to tubes. We're covering it all, man. Well, we're checking in, man. Early solid in. state I'll go back to for just yeah, a moment. Yeah, do it. Uh, a while, I, I received a broken acoustic, was it a 130 or 150B amplifier from mm-hmm. probably the very early 70s? Uh-huh. And it had something, it, it was a, a guitar amp, but the guitar amp and the bass amp are almost exactly the same, except for the guitar amp has reverb. And the reverb channel was blown on this thing. It was just, I just couldn't get it to work, so I just bypassed that and just used the bass channel. And for bass and guitar, that thing sounded so awesome. Crazy. I mean, for bass, it was just had, you know, even when you pushed it, it just had this really cool, like, almost like a compressed... Like I'm, you know, over tube overdrive thing to it, but it was a very respectable guitar sound. It was, was it a combo? Usable. No, it was a head. Or it was a head. Oh, just yeah. a head. Okay. And I plugged it into that two ten. That's cool. Thing there, and it just it sounded great. So, yeah, See, acoustic I, was a good. I love that. That there again, there are just unlikely little gems out there that you know, and that's kind of the cool thing is is. Never write anything off, really. You know, try it out and see if there's something to it. And if there is, you know, you might be able to get this cool gem. Because nowadays it's hard to find those, right? Like all the brand names, you know, people are charging crazy prices for all this, the right. vintage gear, right? But there's a lot of stuff out there that is kind of under the radar that you could get for. Oh, yeah. The Music Master Bass app used to be one of them. I know. I love that thing. And that's cool. Well, cool, man. I'm, I'm glad you're. Um, I'm. I kind of want to play through that. I might borrow it from you and just see. Yeah, you'll... maybe we can do a swap where okay, I'll give I'll you the box. All and your you... guitars. And you can borrow <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <for laughs> but I, because I'm a sucker. You know, we're both sucker for Marshall. That sound. That that overdrive sound. That's just so. a fun. Like yeah, it's more, cool. Just slightly more than novelty. It's useful. But oh yeah. It's, it's it's really it it pulls stuff out of you. Like I was saying. Yeah. With that that dude in his amp videos, you can. There's stuff that you'll get out of that amp yeah. by just plugging into it. And it's cool to have it in such a small package. Right. You know, it's, it's like, I love it. It's handsome. Cool. Well, I'm glad, you know, you've made a new acquisition. Now you got to put Vox on your list and check that box off. And uh, It never ends, does it? It never ends, no. All right. Well, no, not until your estate I'm sale. A, I will not rest until I find you a Gibson.sg <laughs> that speaks I to know, you. I know. I expect to see links sent to me. <laughs> Lots of links. Right. Yeah. Well, this is cool. Checking in, we should do this more often. Okay. I mean, I really didn't know what you were up to. We'll do another. <laughs> Chris and I don't talk yeah, we most don't. of the time until Other we than... get together and do this thing. So, um, thanks for listening again. As always, like we really appreciate anybody out there in the ether who's listening to this silly rant that we do all the time. Right. But uh, thanks for listening. Check us out on social media. Um, check us out on Spotify, iTunes. Well. I, Apple Podcasts, whatever they're calling it these days. Uh, what do you got to say, pal? I have nothing. Just thanks for tuning in if you did. And, awesome. Um, thanks. Cool. Yeah. All right. Until next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.